Good afternoon, friends. Welcome to another grand and glorious day in the best little city of America, Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Actually, it's going to be a grand and glorious day as I gaze over my shoulder through the windows of the KSOO studio, looking out towards the northwest, I see patches of blue. Patches of blue. We call that rubbernecking. That's what I was. I got a rubberneck. If you're watching on Facebook, you can see me pulling the microphone completely up and over. And this is like yoga. And up and hold and breathe and down. Relax. So we'll have a relaxing day here on the Patrick Lally Show. For the next couple hours, we're going to have an uh, energetic and entertaining conversation on local, state, national news, and politics. We're going to talk about recreation, the good life. Maybe some music, that kind of thing. It's going to be a diverse sorts of show. Uber producer Dan Peters is in the studio with us today, as you heard. Thanks for spending a little time with us through your radio at Information 1000 KSOO, where you probably have the windows rolled up today if you're driving around in your car because it was raining. Maybe you're streamed live at KSOO.com or on the KSOO mobile app with the super-duper one-touch streaming and all the news and updates that you need. Remember, you can always follow along, as I mentioned, on Facebook Live or our Twitter account, at P. Lally Show, where uh, I just, I, I got, I'm working on the photos here. Got to get them over there. But uh, uh, our friend from uh, over across the hall there from 99.1 ESPN, Jerry P., the great and powerful Jerry P. The great and powerful P. Can we call him that? You can get away with that, I think. The great and powerful P from 99.1 who uh, endures uh, the uh, ramblings of uh, Jeff Turn on a daily basis as a producer over there. So I come in to the studio today uh, and it's pouring rain, right? And I'm in full gear, got my full rain gear on. But even then, I'm a little soggy because it was raining good there when i was coming to the station and uh he I, i'm like are you where you g my coat where are you going because jerry p's leaving the building and he said no no i'm just trying to decide if i want to go out there and get a coffee or you know what he said well i better do it i said well where where are you where are you going for for coffee and he says the this scooters over here you know not too far from the station i said hey, you want to bring me a latte Want to be bring me one of them fancy foo foo drinks? Fully expecting him to say, you know, <laughs> no, bye. Uh, but he said, no. What do you, uh, that's fine. Yeah. What do you want? How do I how do I order that? Because the great and powerful P, all he says is, I'd like some black coffee, please. Because that's how the great and powerful P rolls. But uh, he brought me the latte, sixteen ounce latte. I put up a photo of uh, me and the powerful P. On uh, on my Twitter feed, although I don't, I got I got to get it up there. But it was a it was quite a ride in. It was soggy, soggy. Although well, I will caution you, yeah, to have that cup away and from. away from the controls. <laughs> Thus, you would incur the wrath of the engineering staff. I know, I know that. Um, and so I will keep it over uh, stage left. I was holding it up, kind of showing, I was visually showing the, the people on the Facebook and uh, producer Dan uh, my, my cup. And yeah, my I, eyes were getting <laughs> bigger and, and in the size of china plates. Yeah, it's like, sir, step away from the control board. Ha, 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 ha. 
Can you imagine? We, I'd be dead. Oh, Coca Cola, I heard, is the worst. Yeah, I can imagine. With the with the sugar and and the acidity of it. Have you ever done that? Have you ever spilled stuff on a control board? Oh no. Oh good. Well, Thank that's goodness. because you're a rule follower, Dan. I know my 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 drink of choice is way off, would not even within arm's reach. That's good. And normally, so is mine, and it's capped. But I was just gesturing there, and you know, I mean, in any setting, you shouldn't gesture with a coffee cup, right? Lids fly off. Things happen. That they do. Disaster ensues when coffee is unleashed into the air. So, because there are some rumblings that that you don't want to, especially in our building, we have coffee downstairs. Mm-hmm. And people will invariably fill their cup, and then they'll walk upstairs, and then, it'll, of course, it'll slosh back and mm-hmm. forth. If it's not covered, drip, 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 yeah. drip, drip, all the way up the steps. That's why I don't go down there anymore. <laughs> and actually, there has been a rule instituted that you cover your cup. Really? Yes. See, I'm so not, ordered. I, I, I'm not here um, during the, the main business hours, and so I, sometimes I miss some of those things. Now, I would probably be guilty of a hot chocolate occasionally. Of having that happen to me, but not coffee. I just took another um, very refreshing drink from my uh, uh, Great and Powerful Pea Latte. So thank you to the Great and Powerful Pea, and uh, I appreciate that. Uh, the other thing, I did, you know, I got wet riding my bike today, but I had a great weekend riding because, uh, you know, the cross season's coming up, cyclocross, the bike racing on the grass and the dirt. The training has begun. The training has begun, and got over to Elmwood Park this weekend, laid out a little course, did some work. Uh, did some uh, hill repeats, some skills training, just starting to lay it down. I'm a little late. <laughs> I'm a little late to the training, but I've, uh, I've, I've cut some pounds. I'm, I'm very happy to say I've cut off a few pounds. Did you stretch? I did yoga. Okay. That's on Wednesday. That qualif- <laughs> oh, uh, uh, I could have gone to uh, yoga on Saturday morning. Um, JP, different JP, uh, went to yoga Saturday morning. I, there was an invite. I I chose, I chose the bed. I chose to keep sleeping, so I didn't go to the yoga Saturday morning. But I uh, got over to Elmwood, got in some hot laps, and I'm gonna die. Is what's gonna happen because that's a different kind of conditioning. No, no, no. That extra rest you got Saturday morning <laughs> right. is going to give you enough recuperative power oh, to be able to make right. this work. That's right. I, I'm trying, I'm debating whether or not to go uh, down to Newton, not Newton, uh, Pella, Iowa, over the 8th and 9th, I think it is, the weekend after Labor Day, because they've got one of the big kickoff races. There's a, there's a race in Labor Day, a weekend in, in Mason City, Iowa, and then uh, the traditional start of the season down there in Iowa, uh, the Dirty Wooden Shoe is down in Pella, and I'm debating going down there, but then I would miss the Sioux Falls Marathon. Yeah, so, big Dutch population down there in Pella. Yeah, yeah, it's a fabulous race, and uh, uh, it's kind of a long drive, but I'm thinking about it just to get in another early season race because then uh, Lincoln the next weekend, and then you're right into the World Cup in Waterloo, Wisconsin, right by Madison, Jingle Cross in Iowa City, another World Cup, back-to-back World Cups, the best in the world. So you got to go to that. So then you're just, you know, that's a that's a lot. But I need a little early season conditioning. So we'll see how it goes. Uh, <laughs> now that now that my problems are solved, uh, we've got a great show for you today. Our guests include Arlene and Howie Bish, 
who are deeply involved in the senior games, and they're going to be here to tell us all about that. And Howie Bish, one of the great athletic stories in South Dakota history. Uh, love Howie, and and we'll have uh, Arlene in them and Howie in at about 4.30. Scott Hudson is our weird friend of the day, and I'll have a P&L statement right after the break. Today's topic, disrespecting John McCain. This is the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000, KSOO. Nineteen on the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOO, and we're getting a little closer to free, just a bit, maybe today, maybe just a bit, on the Patrick Lally Show during the P&L statement where we look through the news and find the things that, uh, you know, upset us, make us happy, get under our skin a little bit, all of that, and we lead into it with our friends the Bodines, which I always appreciate. Uh, so let's, uh, let's talk about the news, the latest news, the biggest flap, the latest dust up. And of course that is the white house not leaving the flag at half staff today. Uh, and now, uh, if you, if uh, I heard or read, uh, just bre- just moments ago that, uh, in fact, the white house has, uh, re-raised, re-raised the, or re-lowered the flag for in honor of John McCain and issued a new statement um, that is uh, much more uh, uh, appreciative of Mr. McCain's service. And I see also uh, Governor Dugart today issued his statement asking all South Dakotans to fly their flags at half staff until Sunday, September 2nd, in honor of John McCain, who, of course, passed away last Friday, I believe. And... um, So, but here's the deal. I mean, how do you put yourself into this position, right? Right? It's just, this is obscene. So I saw some reporting over the weekend that said that um, the White House staff, Susan Huckabee Sanders and uh, uh, John Kelly, the chief of staff, were all trying to get the president to issue a statement that was you know, again, appreciative and honoring of uh, the senator's service, even though, you know, you disagree with him, right? And nobody could even believe it because the the only thing that the president said was a tweet that said he uh, praying for the family. My deepest sympathies and respect go out to the family of Senator McCain. Our hearts and prayers are with you. That was it. Okay, I mean, you have to remember, you have to remember who John McCain is and was, all right? And if you've read any of the obits over the weekend, and there was a gloriously long and well-written obit in the New York Times, but there have been a lot of really good ones, and I couldn't, I couldn't quit reading, and I know the story. I know the story, and I couldn't quit reading, all right, of the man's life, which is amazing. And the, even the political part of it, which was, you know, at least uh, uh, 
impressive, you know, but the, the, his time as a prisoner of war the, and the, the physical hell that he went through from the torture, from the crash, okay, from getting shot out of the air and breaking his arm in three places and his leg and getting beaten by a mob on the ground bayoneted not only he he had just jumped out of a plane ejected from a a a a tumbling jet fighter landed in the water nearly died couldn't get his arms up had to pull the uh life vest inflation system with his teeth came back to the top only to be drug out of the water by uh, a bunch of people, Vietnamese, North Vietnamese, and then beaten and bayoneted in the legs and in the groin and then taken away and thrown in the Hanoi Hilton and beaten some more and then left there for five and a half years. Okay? And it was bad enough when Trump said, I prefer heroes who weren't captured. Okay? That was a ridiculous statement at the time. And, okay, whatever. It's the middle of a campaign. You move on. And, yes, McCain gave the thumbs down to the repeal of Obamacare. Big deal. The guy died. Okay? And he did way more than Donald Trump ever will. Ever. Donald Trump is a fraction of a man that John McCain was. A fraction. And when you're president of the United States and you can't find it in your heart to recognize the service of somebody like John McCain because he gave you the thumbs down on a piece of policy that he didn't agree with. And you can't find it in your heart to say, a nice thing at the man's passing. What kind of horrible human being is that? And now today the staff has finally convinced him to lower the flag when the American Legion came out against him and the veterans groups and everybody because it's indefensible action. When you get up in front of the troops and you say all these grand and flowering things about how great the troops are and how great police are and how great, and then you have an actual war hero who endured physical hell and didn't crack until the final, until he finally couldn't take it anymore. after years and years of abuse. It takes your staff to tell you what the right thing to do is. I don't know how this president can ever stand up in front of the armed forces of this country and praise them again and look at them And say, if you're captured by the enemy, you're not a hero. 
I don't agree with Donald Trump on a lot of things. And I've tried not to say things that are, you know, vicious. I don't care about his personal life. I've said that. I don't care. I want to know what happened with with the Russian, w- w- the, the effect of the Russian uh, influence on the election. I want to know that because I believe in the freedom of, uh, and uh, individual and personal freedom that we have. And I feel that's being threatened by somebody who's meddling in our elections. I want to know that. And if Donald Trump got in the way of that, then he's got to pay for that. But this... This is just flat out heartless. It reflects a person without a soul. It reflects a person suffering from narcissism so great, so overwhelming, that they can't see what humanism and what kindness gratitude and humility even look like. He has to answer for these actions. I don't know how some people out there can support him and say such great things about him when he does things like this over and over and over again. And this one is the worst because it's so personal. And so, so heartless. That's the bottom line on today's PL statement. You can agree or disagree with me. Send me an email at patrick at kso.com on the Twitter at P. Lally Show. Coming up after the news and weather with Mr. Dan Peters, we're going to get to chat with Scott Hudson, which is always fun. And we will uh, talk about music and such. So that'll be enjoyable. Stay tuned. This is the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOO. Three thirty-six on the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOO. When we bring onto the phone lines, into the phone lines, over the phone lines, Scott Hudson on Weird Friends. Scott. Uh, are you warm and dry? You okay, buddy? Oh yeah, you know I'm I'm perfectly safe in my my uh, house here. Yeah, you don't have to go anywhere today. No, God, no. Well, that's good. We're glad to hear that. Hey, uh, before I before uh, we get into it, uh, uh, how's how's the the Big Brother cartoon show going? Doing really really good. We just uh, a little bit ago uh, recorded our next one, which will be up tomorrow. Uh, download the TV Party app. And you can watch all of our little uh, cartoons or uh, follow us, you know, Twitter and Facebook. They all end up there, too. Yeah, you so. can't you can't escape the, the great media uh, behemoth of Scott Hudson. That's right. You, exactly. you can run, but you can't hide. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, hey, um, we've been talking a lot about recently. Uh, we talk about music and stuff. And we the last couple of weeks talked about Spotify. Um, did, have you since. I went over to Spotify. I quit using a lot of, I quit worrying about all my libraries and all that crap. Are you, have you totally given up on everything else or do you, are you still connected to, you know, like 
iTunes and, and, and all the different pieces that you've always used over the years? Well, I, I, I'm still a firm believer in owning files or owning the music somehow, whether it's by record or by you know CD. or, or I don't really buy a lot of files, but records usually come with download codes. Mm-hmm. And Spotify just fills in my gaps. I still... I. I have a very elaborate system for myself because I'm always trying to find the next new greatest album of all time. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So I, I you know, I, I have a library computer in my bedroom that stores the hundred and some thousand tracks that I own total Oof. that I don't really touch very often except for to create my lead shows. But then I, on my day-to-day computer, I have what I call it the current release iTunes, mm-hmm. which is, Anything that I get, that's the iTunes I throw it in, and then that gets put onto my iPad. And on the iPad, I've got a new release smart you know, playlist mm-hmm. that's currently updating, so it's always the last 30 days of additions. Does it do, okay. that, auto- does it do that automatically, or do you have to go in and do it? Uh, it's, I've cr- it's called a smart playlist because anytime I uh, update, it, it, it updates the playlist. Well, okay. So then if there's so, something on there that's over 38 days old, more than 30 days old, it boots it out of there? Yes. Oh. It boots it out of the playlist. That's yes. pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. And when I, I've actually got it set, uh, the, the overall thing, of I have a 128-gig iPad, and, you know, 80 gigs of it is music. <laughs> yeah. And so it's the 80 newest gigs is what's <laughs> lo- loaded onto the side. I mean, I'm a nut. I'm a nut. But yeah. here's the issue iTunes, okay, there, there's not a good music management program to be found anywhere on the Internet. And you're kind of stuck if you have iPads and iPhones and stuff. You're stuck having to use iTunes, which is by far the worst music management program ever created. <laughs> Why is that? Now, I've used it. Yeah, like I said, I've quit using it. But I, I, I had issues along the way. But that's, that's a pretty severe statement. It's terrible it's always been terrible i'm not alone in this most music fanatics i know that have large libraries despise it uh every time it's an up there's an update i go as long as possible without updating because i know it's going to mess things up even more and sure enough a couple weeks ago i was forced to update ever since then it's been a nightmare i've noticed that things that i've added itunes are not getting added to my ipad i noticed that things are Supposedly loading my iPad aren't actually being loaded. Um, so yesterday I decided, well, I'm going to fix this. I'm going to reinstall an old version of iTunes. Oh, can you do uh, that? <laughs> well, you can, and I have done it before, but uh, it was like the worst four hours of my life, which tells tells us a lot about my life. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was first because to do that, I also then have to completely empty my ipad you know you pretty much have to start over and load from a backup Ugh. and you know and the loading from backups never completely works oh that's so, awful i mean yeah, that's I just mean, a nightmare I, oh it is it is but i mean i kind of got it already i mean it took, took forever i got it i'll be back on track in 30 days because right now it <laughs> thinks that all nine thousand songs on it are brand new and it's they're not obviously oh god uh, so you got to wait till this whole cycle comes before it wipes all that stuff out again. Exactly, exactly. Oh, it's just 
You're going to be flying blind, man. What are you going to do? Oh I, oh, I know, I know, I know. But I mean, just iTunes in general is just terrible. I mean, I obviously for the ledge, I have to use the search engines a lot or the built-in searches of that. They never really work right. They never. I mean, I I don't. I understand that uh, that Apple doesn't really care. They they want you to have Apple Music now, which I refuse to get. Mm-hmm. Plus, I have Spotify. Um, <laughs> but they 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 don't want you to be able to have a lot. Hey, one time when I had an issue like this, mm-hmm. I tried to take it to uh, that local place in town that has uh, a repair service that rhymes with mm-hmm. um, got it with a uh, Greek. <laughs> yeah, we we got that. Um, they didn't. They the 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 kid who uh, obviously just graduated from junior high was convinced that I don't actually have any music on my iPad because I just stream it from the cloud. I go, you're a fool. You're a fool. <laughs> so I don't have a 128 gig iPad to stream from the cloud. <laughs> well, what did what was his? Uh... He did not have a solution for you then. Is that what oh, you're no, saying? Oh, no, no. No, he did not have a solution. <laughs> so maybe this maybe this is says something, though, Scott. You know how everything in this world is designed for uh, the common user. You know what I mean? It's oh, everything yeah, 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 yeah. is designed for average and for uh, to, to basically die after uh, six yeah, months, it's, right? it's designed for the people to, to that that put their 20 favorite albums from high school in and rarely if ever change it. And so maybe you are, maybe you have overwhelmed iTunes. Your, your use of music, your obsession with music has completely overwhelmed Apple's ability to keep up with you. I understand that this is the one scenario where I am in the one percent. Yeah, well, I'm not in the one percent of anything else. <laughs> this is where I'm in the one percent, and and I get it, I get it. But I'm also I've gone through a number of iPads and iPhones and you know iPods over the years, so I have been a great, great customer. So mm-hmm. they should be treating me better. That's true. Even though I just gave them ten minutes of bad bad publicity but well, i mean that's another thing so there you go they they should be treating you better because you have this platform <laughs> exactly you are a media behemoth in your exactly. own right and exactly. if anybody should be taken care of from a customer service standpoint it's scott hudson god bless you for saying that <laughs> hey uh can you take a short break and come back and we'll talk about some new music and your, your okay. podcast and show the live ledge We will be right back and chat more with Scott Hudson on Weird Friends. Get out your pens and pencils and paper, people, and write down because we got some new music coming up for you. This is the Patrick Lally Show. Information one thousand KSOO. We weren't even supposed to be there. It was just another run. Took a detour across the river. Make it back home before dawn. And my hands were tucked and shaking But I see headlights down the road Bitch, life in Arkansas It sure ain't cause I'm cold In my hand I hold a pistol In my heart I hold a weight 
349 on the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOO, and I let Lucero play for a little bit there because I was turned on to them by our guest, Scott Hudson on Weird Friends. And uh, I think I said this to you, Scott, I apparently am the last person in Sioux Falls to understand <laughs> this. They're That's good. Funny. They're good, man. Yeah, they're a very good band. I'm, uh, I ha- I'm going back further in the catalog because this is off their new record. Uh, it's a long way back home. And I've been playing it on the show now for a couple of days. So uh, thanks for that. Um, what, uh, what, what's going on? What's on? You have this show Fridays live on Real Punk Radio, uh, yeah. Live Ledge. And uh, what are you, you going to do this week? What's going on? Well, before I get to that, I, uh, a show that I had a couple of weeks ago that I think you would be interested in. It yeah. Was, it was um, all political songs. Yeah? What'd you have on there? Not taking a side, not, no, not no, a no, left no. versus right thing, but just songs in some way. I mean, there was a set of songs about Thatcher, a set of songs about Reagan. Mm. Uh, <laughs> you can imagine what era those are from, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's um, right in my wheelhouse. Yeah, Steve Earle's The Revolution Starts Now, uh, Stone Street Fighting Man, things like mm-hmm. that. So cool. that was like a kind of a fun two hours. Uh, this week, though, I've, I've been compiling songs that are about food. Food? I'm going to do a show all about food. Like songs about pie. Is it, it's like poultry? Well, I mean, there's quite a few songs about pizza. Did you know that? <laughs> well, uh, the Ramones, right? There's a lot of pizza and Ramones songs, isn't there? There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> really, what else about pizza? Who else has songs about pizza? Oh, I don't have... I, yeah. If I had the list in front of me, I can tell you, but That's I don't. Right. But, I mean, there are, there are songs... Uh, you know, uh, the Replacements has Beer for Breakfast. Oh, there you go. So I mean that fits into that format. Yeah, so, you can. Yeah. You've got a, a wealth of songs. To, so you have not called the playlist yet. No, I've, I've kind of gone through uh, uh, a little bit. I started a list. I will have it ready by Friday. Uh, that's good because that's when the show's on Friday at exactly six six, six o'clock Central Time. Six, yes, and it goes for two hours. And those are all yep. available on the podcast uh, wherever. Wherever podcasts are found, you can get uh, Ledge Live. Is it Live Ledge or Ledge Live? I get it wrong every time. Uh, the, sh- the, the show itself is called Live Ledge. On okay. iTunes, it is The Ledge. And anything it. I do is Again. musically is thrown into that. Because I used to have the rural education, mm-hmm. and I used to do the gimmick where I interviewed people in my home and put shows together. So there's different, they're all thrown together on iTunes as The Ledge. Yeah, you quit doing the interview show. Yeah, I, I did. I, I, I'd like to start it again, but I'm kind of lazy. <laughs> well, you've got you've got this that podcast, Live Ledge, and then you've got uh, uh, your uh, day drinking podcast. You got your Big Brother podcast. Now you yeah, got the I cartoon. Mean, I, I think I do enough shows. Yeah, that's true. And this, of course, this is a huge burden. Yeah, so the, <laughs> on the, your the, schedule. The, the Fifteen minutes I spend with you every week is is really really tough on my. Uh, day-to-day operations i understand uh give me something new to listen to you you nailed it with lucero what else is going on well this is something a little bit heavier and noisier uh it's in the it's in the ty Segal orbit but it's a completely separate thing uh it's a band that's had about 20 different names over the years they're kind of variations of the same name mm-hmm. uh currently they're just called ocs o-h-s-e-e-s but they have been called the ocs or the ocs or ocs it, it goes on and on. I don't know what the deal is with the names, uh, but it's a uh, it's it's a guy that's like Ty Segal in the fact that he makes a thousand songs a year. 
Uh, the guy's name is John Dwyer. And, uh, and Ty has been on some of these records. And, you know, every record is different. I mean, it goes from garagey rock to psych rock, some punk, some noise. Uh, this one, which is called Moat Reverser, hmm. which came out two weeks ago, uh, it almost has a little bit of a prog rock sound to it. Remember that King Gizzard band I talked about mm-hmm. before? It's kind of along those same lines. That's awesome. We'll have to so say the name again so I can find it. O H called O C S. O C S. Yes, but it's spelled funny. It's spelled O H S E E S. It's spelled like it's supposed to be. Got but O C S. All right, now I got it. I can look that one up on my Spotify. There you go. See, that's that's the beauty of. Maybe you can create a playlist of Hudson's picks. Oh, you know, can you like share playlists in Spotify? I'm I'm such yeah, a yeah. You can. I gotta I gotta do that. I gotta go and find some playlists. You know who makes a great playlist? Who's that? Andy House. Oh, I bet. I'm going to look that up. The Andy House, promoter extraordinaire. Yes. yes. That'd be great. Well, Scott, thank you very much for the uh, suggestions and the and the uh, information on iTunes. I appreciate it. Yeah, I feel a lot better now that I ranted about Good. iTunes. Good. Now, you know, so- it, it's refreshing to like get that out. <laughs> Not just keep it in. I think it's healthy. Yeah. I think it's oh, healthy. Exactly. Thanks a lot. We'll talk to you next week. All right. Thank you. Coming up after the news and the weather at the top of the hour. Well, we're going to talk to we're going to talk to Phil Shrek about the weather after the top of the hour. So you're going to want to stay tuned for that. And then at four thirty, uh, Arlene and Howie Bish on the senior game. So that's going to be fun. I love Howie and Arlene. This is the Patrick Lally Show. Information one thousand KSOO. Fifty-eight on the Patrick Lally Show. Information one thousand KSOO. September six and seven. That's a Thursday and a Friday. It's the National Kidney Foundation Premier Dinner Event and Golf Tournament. Thursday night, there's a dinner starting at five thirty p.m. at Willow Run with entertainment, silent and live auction. The golf tournament is Friday morning with registration at eight a.m. at Willow Run Golf Course. For more information or on this. Uh, any other event, go to the calendar at KSO.com. Coming up after the news with Dan Peters, we will chat with Phil Shrek and then Arlene and Howie Bish on the senior games. This is the Patrick Lally Show Information 1000 KSOO. Four sixteen on the Patrick Lally Show. Information one thousand KSOO. That's the jam. Song town called Malice, which you know Malice is alive and well. As uh, as I talked about a little bit in the first hour, uh, I've been talking about the uh, White House uh, lowering the flag again today after the outcry against the uh, raising of the flag after the death of. Senator John McCain, um, it was down for the weekend and then this morning back up. And that has unleashed a tidal wave of criticism from uh, a lot of uh, corners. But one of them is uh, veterans groups who uh, just blasted 
the president and probably led to a lot of the reasons, probably was a lot of the reason they, they decided to reverse that policy. And we know that the president, from some reporting, was advised by his staff, his close staff, to issue a more, uh, let's say, a, a realistic statement other than the tweet he had over the weekend for the family. And, and so today, uh, the president issued a statement um, saying uh, that he would uh, uh, have the flag at half staff until month, until the day of McCain's internment, which is Saturday or Sunday, I believe. And despite our differences on policy and politics, I respect Senator John McCain's service to our country and, in his honor, have signed a proclamation to fly the flag at the United States at half staff until the day of his internment, Trump said. Uh, the president said he has asked Vice President Mike Pence to speak at a Friday ceremony honoring McCain at the Capitol. At the request of the McCain family, I have off also authorized military transportation of Senator McCain's remains from Arizona to Washington, D.C., military pallbearers and band support, and a horse and caisson transport during the service at the United States Naval Academy. Finally, I have asked General John Kelly, Defense Secretary James Mattis, and Ambassador John Bolton to represent my admission represent my administration at his services, the president said. So um, there's a big push on also to uh, rename the Russell Senate building after McCain. Um, the uh, uh, veterans groups are behind that, and uh, we'll see where that goes. Um, you know, th- th- this is, a th- again, as I said earlier, this is a unforced error of the highest order. Uh, he didn't have to do this. He didn't have to create this. He didn't. It, it goes to the man's blindness to sometimes just common decency. Uh, But these veterans groups, the American Legion, uh, chief among them, which, you know, for all the sort of uh, uh, shrinking of some of these vets groups uh, compared to the post-World War II era, are still very strong. Um, The American Legion uh, commander, uh, Denise Rohan, wrote in a letter to Trump, uh, the American Legion urges the White House to follow long-established protocol following the death of prominent government officials. Uh, and this was just reported just a few minutes ago in the uh, USA Today. Uh, so, yeah, they had them up there. They had the flags at half-staff above the White House on Saturday and Sunday, but then broke with tradition and raised them back up Monday morning, uh, even though the McCain's final memorial service will not take place until the coming weekend. So there's Friday at the at the Capitol, and then uh, Saturday, I believe, is the uh, memorial at the Naval Academy. Um, so uh, the Capitol flags remained at half-staff, and Governor Dennis Dugard of South Dakota has asked everybody to keep their flags at half-staff through the end of the weekend. Um, so uh, Rohan uh, of the American Legion Continued in the letter, Mr. President, just this year, you released presidential proclamations noting the deaths of Barbara Bush and Billy Graham. Senator John McCain was an American hero and cherished member of the American Legion. As I'm certain you are aware, he served five and a half years as a prisoner of war in North Vietnam and retired from the U.S. Navy at the rank of captain. He then served in the U.S. Congress for more than three decades. Uh, Rohan also strongly urged Trump to issue a presidential proclamation in honor of McCain. Um, So... Finally, they uh, saw the light on this uh, and uh, issued the statement today. But, you know, the damage is done there. Um, it's it's hard to believe. It really is. And, you know, the people in the White House, they know better. They know better. Uh, and they just can't convince Trump not to do these things. 
And it must just be maddening because you're not just shooting yourself in the foot, you know, you're just gutting the administration with this stuff. Who do you, how, who do you want to make angry? Who do you not want to make angry in this world as a politician? Police? Veterans? You know, those are on the top of the list. I would throw old people in there, but, you know. Then there's this group, uh, AMVETS, A-M-V-E-T-S. They represent more than 20 million U.S. veterans. Blasted the White House response is outrageous. It's outrageous that the White House would mark American hero John McCain's death with a two-sentence tweet making no mention of his heroic and inspiring life. That was uh, Joe Kennelly said in a statement, their executive director. And by lowering flags for not one second more than the bare minimum required by law, despite a long-standing tradition of lowering flags until the funeral, the White House is openly showcasing its blatant disrespect for Senator McCain's many decades of service and sacrifice to our country, as well as the service of his all his fellow veterans. I don't know, man, that's that is nasty. And I I think if you're a Republican and you're out there campaigning, if you're in a tough race, this is not what you need. This is not helping. The Republican cause here, in fact, it's undermining the Republican cause. You you know, is are people going to vote against a Republican in their district because of what the president does? Maybe, maybe not. But it creates an atmosphere that is just hostile and uh, combative and not in the spirit of American democracy at all. And even in death, even in death. And I've, I, you know, I, I follow a lot of uh, conservative commentators online on, uh, on Twitter particularly. And uh, this is, was in the New York Times, actually, but uh, Bill Kristol, who is the conservative commentator and editor-at-large of the Weekly Standard, uh, this is uh, from, from the Times. Uh, More than just the culmination of a political feud, the specter of Mr. Trump's highly visible absence from Mr. McCain's funeral on Saturday morning at the Washington Nath- National Cathedral underscored the degree to which the president has veered from the norms of his office unwilling to act as a unifying force at major moments in the life of the country. And this is a story by Julie Hirschfield Davis uh, titled, As a Nation Mourns McCain, Trump is Conspicuously Absent. And then there's a quote for here from Bill Kristol. Everyone, including him, is more comfortable with him not there. And that's a striking thing on its own, given that he is the president of the United States and this was a sitting senator who is respected by both sides, said Kristol. For better or for worse... He is outside of what would have been, what have been the bipartisan boundaries, you might say, of American presidents. I, you know, it's uh, it, it's kind of stunning. The last few days have just been kind of hard to believe. Um, some of Mr. Trump's supporters, for their part, savaged Mr. McCain on social media, calling him a spiteful person who has betrayed his own party and blackballed the president at his, as his dying wish. Mr. McCain, who Mr. Trump once mocked for his five and a half years as a prisoner of war spent the final months of his life in outspoken Republican voice challenging Mr. Trump at a time when many in his party would not. Uh, this is uh, Michael Beschloss. Besh. Always struggle with that. Beschloss. 
He is the presidential historian. He, he is a, a very famous historian. He said, for most of American history, politics stopped when you had the death of a national leader. And the fact that it hasn't says an awful lot about the current state of our country and our politics, and in particular about Donald Trump. What you want to see is a president acting as graciously and as large-mindedly as possible in the John McCain spirit. But there is no sign of that yet. So, very interesting. I, uh, I, don't, I don't know. I just, it makes me sad more than anything. I don't, I don't appreciate that kind of um, vitriol one way or the other. And it uh, makes me uncomfortable, right? I don't, I don't think that we can live like that as a country as a society with that much venom and that much hatred. And we're all flawed. We are all sinners, right? And we all harbor resentment and we all harbor uh, slights, real or imagined. And at some point, we know, we begin to learn that you can't keep those in you because the only person you hurt is yourself, right? Unless you're the president of the United States who harbors harbors all slights, real and perceived, inside, in just this swirl of, of hate. And it's not doing anybody any good. That's for sure. And if you don't think that's true, the last few days are just, you have to let it go. You have to let it go. The good thing to do for the president on John McCain's deathbed would have been to fly out to Arizona, go visit the man, and pay your respects. But he can't do that. And that's too bad. I'm sure there'll be more and more chatter about this issue, and uh, it just makes me sad. Coming up after the news and weather with Mr. Dan Peters, we'll talk with Arlene and Howie Bish about the senior games. Good times. This is the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOO. Four thirty-five on the Patrick Lally Show, Information One Thousand KSOO, and I am quite pleased, very pleased, to have in the studio with me Howie and Arlene Bish. And uh, Howie is the executive director of the South Dakota Senior Games, and uh, Arlene is the uh, his his lovely wife, who actually makes everything happen. Is that is that that's basically the way it goes, right, Arlene? Um. What do I say? Say yes. Uh, <laughs> how is that? Uh, is that pretty much what? Yeah, that's pretty much yeah. the way it goes. If it wasn't for her, it wouldn't get done because she right. keeps me on task. So we're going to talk about the senior games here in just a second because that's why you're here. But I want to tell this story first. Um, way back when, like maybe 10 years ago, I, uh, I had started riding my bike around and I did uh, 
a triathlon kind of on a lark because a friend of mine asked me to do it with him. I said, sure, let's do it. It was a, it was Madison. In those days, it was just a tiny little, it was just a very tiny triathlon. It wasn't even a sprint triathlon. Uh, and I was like, I can do that. It's in a pool. I wrote about it uh, in the Argus Leader and I got a, a handwritten note from one of you two. And I can never remember if it was Howie. I think it was Howie. Yeah. A handwritten note saying, I read your column. You really should come and do Dakota Man, which you guys started. And at that time, I think was in its third or fourth year, maybe. I can't remember. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, I did. Uh, I didn't drown, although I thought I was going to. It was my first ever open water triathlon, and it was such a blast. I went on and uh, you know did all the rest yeah, of it, Iron and Man. Iron Man and everything else. So you guys, you, Howie, who you and I have spent a lot of time in the pool together since, uh, you're responsible for all this mess that I've been in for the last decade. Well, I know, Pat, but uh, <laughs> it, it's been beneficial for you, too. It has been and, awesome And it got me. you into a very healthy and a very good activity. Oh, yes. It, was, uh, it couldn't have been any better for me, and I owe you. And I would not have done that. I would not have done that unless mm -hmm. I got, because I had that. I felt obligated because you took the time and you wrote me that letter, and I, it, it moved me, Howie. I want well, you to know that. Oh, well, thank you, Pat. And, uh, but the Dakota Man Triathlon, you started, do you remember what year? 2006. Yeah. yeah, 2006, and then we did it for 10 years, and then we just thought that maybe somebody else should uh, mm -hmm. try to do it. Not that we didn't want to do it anymore, but it was starting to get to be a little bit of work, but then for somehow we ended up doing this job, which is way more work, so... <laughs> <laughs> Every time you try and get out of work, you get more work, right, Arlene? Is not how this is exactly work? right. But um, with Shields said they would take it over, but mm -hmm. then they combined uh, with the Wall Lake mm -hmm. Triathlon, which Howard also helped start, mm -hmm. and now it is known as the Dakota Man at Wall Lake. Yeah, and so it's a different race, and some of it's fine. I mean. Obviously, yes. at, at Lake Alvin, you've you had. Uh, I always liked both races. I mm -hmm. liked having two races, but at Lake Alvin, um, sometimes suffers from some water quality issues. Yeah, right, and it still does. Yeah, <laughs> like plus at, at right. Wall Lake they had a kids race, yep. so that was better at Wall Lake venue. Yeah, and it was awesome. I was there. I went back this year and did it for the mm -hmm. first time in in several years, and um, I forgot how hard it is to swim. <laughs> I, I had not worked. Pat, haven't you done any Ironmans or half Ironmans or even sprints lately? It had been a, it had been a little while, Howie, mm -hmm. and just uh, getting back in the open water was a little bit weird. Yep, I'm not going to lie to you. So I got to get back in the pool. That's what's going to have mm -hmm. to happen. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the senior games. Uh, this is a big deal. Um, the the, the uh, Dakota man was not nearly as big a deal as this. No, this is like running 25 triathlons or, or setting up 25 triathlons because we've got so many events and so many venues to cover and and such a vast number of volunteers that we need. Site and the managers for And the volunteers event. have to know a little bit about what's going on. And when you deal with volunteers, mm -hmm. you just have to accept what you get and be glad for it. Yeah. But most were so good last year, the first year here of the state in Sioux Falls. And all of them had a lot of fun, all but a handful maybe are coming back and only not volunteering this year because of having to go somewhere out of town. Yeah. So it's uh, when is it? 
Uh, September 6th, 7th, 8th, and 9th, and Thursday in, through Sunday. And it's and that, in Sioux Falls. Yep. And it's in Sioux Falls this year again. Uh, we we hold a state meet two years at each location, and the first year is kind of a, a get used to it. The second year is a qualifying year for the nationals. That's why we have it two oh. years, and we do it kind of like the national does. And then um, – when we're done here in Sioux Falls, the next two years will be in Watertown. Oh, and then okay. the second year there will be qualifying for the Nationals. This year, the qualifying in Sioux Falls is for the Nationals in Albuquerque, New Mexico next June. Now, here's, here's the sensitive question. Okay. Um, how, uh, how, old, um, how old do I have to be to be in the senior you, you can actually be 49 as long as you turn 50 by December 31st of this year. But, and then we, the competition is in five-year increments. So like 50 to 54 is one age group, and then five-year increments up until we have a competitor. So there's no excuse, Pat. We have one guy that's 105. <laughs> oh, my God. So And we have lots of. 90 year olds that You're are kidding me and and just this afternoon so if you think you can't do there's no excuse we got a call from a lady from casper wyoming she missed the deadline in wyoming and she wants to come and do the 10k run oh so, wow so she can qualify for nationals well, that's and she's amazing. 83 years old <laughs> so, so people don't can't Excuses don't fly very far with no. us. So what you're telling me is that I'm I'm over the benchmark. I'm 53. I could. You're eligible, and you can do anything you want over the 20. And you can basically do as many events as you as are humanly possible to fit into a four day <laughs> schedule. And one of them is a cycling race. Really? Yes. yes. Five and ten and twenty k cycling. Time like trials. road racing? Oh, time trials. Time trials. Right. Really? Oh, where do you do that? At that same place, the Wall Lake Triathlon oh, is the exact it. same course. Got it. Well, yeah. that'd be fun. And that's on Friday morning at 8 or 8.30. That would be really fun. And then we do a 5K race, and then when that's done, we do a 10K, and then when that's done, we do a 20K. So how many events are there? Well, I think there's either 25 or 26, and this goes all the way from individual events to doubles events to... Team. Now, we have three team events. Uh, softball is probably our biggest event. Mm -hmm. This year, we've got uh, six women's teams signed up already. We have 13 50 and over teams and six 60 and over teams. Wow. Of men. And, and of those 60 and over teams, of those six, one team is, is just all 65 and over people. They're coming from Kansas City. <laughs> and, then we, and then for doubles events, we have... Pickleball, mm -hmm. tennis, bowling, uh, badminton, and racquetball. Holy cow! That's a that and, is a lot of events. I mean, and and the biggest one of those is now. I don't know if you're into pickleball, but pickleball is the rage. Oh, I know and they've uh, got the pickleball courts over at uh, River uh, River Riverdale Riverdale, and uh, there's people there all the time. Yeah, I was just there this morning. It's exciting, and and the thing about pickleball is people can be fairly old and be pretty good at it yet, and and it's and it's not hard on your body, 
and it's not exhausting, but it's fun. You're so. you're a killer kick pick, pickleball player, aren't you? Well, not Probably. bad. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's what I figured. <laughs> We're gonna those pickleball uh, competitions will also be at Riverdale. Unless it rains. Oh, okay. Can you go in? Where can you go? Well, we're now? we've we're just going to do that now. We're just going to go down. Well, it's already set up. If if um, if it rains, we're going to go to Great Life. Mm, okay. And but we've also run into a problem. We have so many entries now that we don't think we can do it at just one site. Oh my! Because pickleball is taking over rains. the yeah. world. Yeah. And if yeah. it rains. Oh, okay. But we also on Thursday we have mixed doubles. And it's huge, and especially the sixty to sixty four division, and we, that's where things get really cutthroat, right? Well, right, because these are the people that are are either retired or just newly retired yeah. or almost retirement age. They're still active. They still have a, a little bit. Well, they, you never lose your competitive right spirit. That's right, but uh, but. They still want to be active, and and that's a huge group. I think as last count, we had fourteen doubles couples. That's and, awesome. And they don't have to be couples. In fact, it's right. probably better if they are. Couples. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to come right back and talk more with Howie and Arlene Bish about the South Dakota Senior Games is coming up September sixth, seventh, eighth, and ninth in Sioux Falls. Uh, and they're going to. I'll see if they can convince me to do something. We'll see how it goes. This is the Patrick Lally Show. Information one thousand. K-S-O-O. The clouds will blow away. 449 on the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOO. And we return to our conversation with Howie and Arlene Bish. Howie is the executive director of the South Dakota Senior Games, and Arlene makes it happen. So they're here talking about the games, which are September 6th, 7th, 8th, 9th, here in Sioux Falls. First of all, we better get this out of the way. How do I sign up? Where can I go and find out all this stuff and, you know, get all the details? Okay, we have a website. It's called SouthDakotaSeniorGames.org. But if you just uh, type in South Dakota Senior Games, it'll come up, and there'll be a, a little button there it's not a button it says says enter now just Mm -hmm. push that and there's a registration blank and you can register online and and that's all you got to do just pick out the event put your name in and put down how many events you want to do and on one of the drop downs there's also a schedule for the state games it says schedules and then you would go to the state game schedule yep yep awesome and so the um it's men and women, we should point out, right? And you get definitely you get lots of both, right, Arlene? Yes, probably more men, but the women are uh, continuing to increase in numbers. And um, what is so fun is now we are seeing a lot of the women who did not have a chance to compete in high school because Title IX wasn't mm-hmm. in effect yet, so schools weren't offering it, you know, competitive sports equally with the guys. And now a lot of them are able to recompete again who have were competitive mm-hmm. in high school after Title IX. So they're turning 50, whatever. They're enjoying a lot of individual events as well as some of the mixed events, uh, whether it's track or uh, the basketball three-on-three for both. Um, softball, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. it's just fun to see them. I wish I could have. I so wish I could have competed 
in high school. So you didn't get to compete in any organized sports? No, when you were in high I was not in that era. And where and did you now where did you guys grow up? My hometown is Redfield, South yep. Dakota. And Howie? And I'm a Yale, Yale South, South Dakota graduate. Yeah, it's probably one of the last, right? When was when did yeah, the our Yale school work? closed in nineteen sixty two. Wow. But uh and then didn't uh, Howie you went on? And had uh, uh, didn't you go to Augie? Yeah, I played basketball and baseball at Augustana. And the and uh, had qu- you've had quite the athletic career. Well, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> now, aren't you? Weren't you also on the senior basketball uh, circuit? Didn't you? Aren't you on that team that yeah. was traveling all over the country? Well, we didn't travel, but we've competed at the nationals and. And I've played like the senior baseball that plays for the last twenty five years in Arizona. I've played on that. Yep. And uh, you guys have done all right down there, haven't you? Yeah, we've won it several times, and uh, yeah, we're okay. Arlene, he's being modest, isn't he? He he always is. I do have to say that about him. He's very modest about all of his accomplishments. And uh, and how old are you now, Howie? How old are both of you guys? I hate to even ask. Well, me. I'm 78, and she'll be 77 soon. And uh, you guys look outstanding, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. Thank I, you. We'll post a picture up on uh, Facebook or on uh, Twitter when we get a chance here. Uh-huh. But uh, Howie, you're uh, as I said, we, you and I have spent some time in the pool together. Uh, you're one of the fittest guys I know, and you're 78 years old. Mm-hmm. So well, what does that what does that say? Well. well I kind of pride myself in being physically fit, but you can't be physically fit unless you go out and do something. Mm-hmm. And you got to keep moving. And and but one other thing about the senior games: the more I'm into this, mm-hmm. it's it's for physical participation and and the benefits of being. But I also see a lot of social interaction, and and as that's as the people get older, that's almost as important to them as the physical part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so there's all kinds of events. We talked about it. Yeah. Uh, we talked about cycling, softball, uh, all the bowling and all that. What, what's the, uh, what's the uh, uh, event that people aren't expecting? What was what's the, the strangest thing? <laughs> what's the weirdest event you guys have, for lack of a better term? Oh, well, well, probably, I, this is my opinion, the weirdest one we have is spin casting. Spin casting? Yeah. Like, like fishing? Well, yeah, fishing. What is that, like distance? Uh, well, we, we have a... A couple circles made out of rope. Yeah. There's a, a big circle, then a smaller circle, yeah. and then a paper plate for the bullseye. <laughs> and we count so many points for each one, and then we have five casts from 60 feet, five from 40, and five from 20. And then we just count up and whoever. Yeah, but I, I, to me, it. that's the weirdest thing. <clears throat> no, that, that's the weirdest thing. But, no but that's not it. a national event. That's uh, just a local. Yeah, and we event. also have, you know, beanbag, uh, shuffleboard, um, so those are really fun events, and as people get older, you know, yeah. they really enjoy those too, you know. It's, mm-hmm. But all the track and field except hurdles. Mm-hmm. Thank God. And then included in that are race walk and power walk. Awesome. Arlene and Howie Bish, they are uh, sort of co-executive directors of the South Dakota <laughs> Senior Games, and it's coming up September 6th, 7th, 8th, and 9th. Uh, you can go to SouthDakotaSeniorGames.org. That is up on our Twitter feed. Uh, Howie and Arlene, thank you very much. It was a true pleasure seeing you. Thanks, thank Pat, you. for having us. Thank you us. very much, Pat. Coming up after the break, we'll talk about tomorrow. This is the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOO.
458 on the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOO. Coming up on the show tomorrow, Tuesday, Pat Powers at DakotaWarCollege.com. Kelly Rundle, who's with Fourth Wall Films, which recently nominated for a regional enemy. I am struggling. A regional Emmy for their film about the history at Good Earth State Park. Whew, and the Boon Man will be here. I'll try and do better tomorrow. This is the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOO.